0: Hello, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm Dave Barfield. I'm Josiah Jones. And this is the Christ Community Podcast. We are so glad you're here. We hope our show will encourage, challenge, and uplift you with the gospel of Jesus Christ. In today's episode, we talk about some things going on at church. We discuss the latest sermon. We read some scripture, and always we'll spend some time praying for you. So let's get to it. Yes, all right. Thank you so much for being with us here today. A great show planned for you, a little bit of catching up uh, in our show today, and then also a discussion about our sermon. Thank you so much for joining with us for the podcast, and great to have our pastor back here in the studio. Josiah, welcome back from vacation. Hey, Dave, it's great to be back. Thank you. Awesome. How was Montana? How are those mountains out there? Beautiful Yeah, and hot. <laughs> hot,
1: really? I would yeah. think it'd be much cooler in the high altitude. You would think, but it was not. Um, we were consistently in the 90s. Wow. And it was... Uh, but it's a dry heat. It is. Right? It's Which a dry is, heat,
0: so you can get away from the heat and the
1: shade. It is, but because of the dry heat, there was also a fire not too oh, far okay. from... okay. That's a little too dry. <laughs> <from> <laughs> so, um, but it was beautiful. We were able to go to the lake and... Mm-hmm park and, uh, and go for a little hike in the mountains, Beartooth Mountains, by mm. a waterfall that was uh, breathtaking. So it was good to be in God's beautiful creation. That's right, big sky yeah. country. And you saw
0: some family out there, I assume.
1: Yes. Um, we didn't know if we were going to be able to go to Montana, but some some difficult things happening with family, and so we thought it was important for us make that trip, and saw God working there, and so we're grateful that we had mm. the opportunity to 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 be there, see family, and, mm. and to come back. So I have to ask, what's it like
0: flying in the COVID-19 era? Because I haven't flown in months,
1: and that's killing yeah. me, because
0: I like to travel, so I haven't been anywhere, um, which not out of reluctance uh, to fly, just haven't had the opportunity, but uh, how was it? How was flying? And, yeah, you know, for our listeners, maybe haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> What's it like to be up there um, with a mask on? Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, um, it, we, it, beforehand, we were a little bit nervous because we mm-hmm. didn't know what to expect. Um, but I think it it actually wasn't too bad. You know, our kids are old enough that we were able to explain why wearing a mask and the extra precautions we were taking. Airlines mm-hmm. you get. Plane, they hand you a wipe, wipe everything down, and all of that stuff. So, a, a little bit of a hassle, but um, but well, as they're... a germaphobe, that sounds like a dream come yeah. true. Like finally, people <laughs> tidying up after themselves. Yes. So there was that. You would have been in heaven. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess COVID nineteen has showed me that I'm not really a germaphobe. I'm not that scared of it uh, of germs. I'm just disgusted by them. <laughs> That's all. I just think it grosses me out. I'm not really that scared of of getting getting the virus. But uh, anyway, well, we're glad you're back, and uh, thanks for um, being here today. And we want to get to the sermon, but first I wanted to chat about something that you brought up in the sermon, and it was kind of a an aside in your sermon, kind of an, an announcement, a way of preaching the announcement, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but you mentioned that uh, an equip class... For this fall, which Equip is our
1: version of the of a Sunday school. So, can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, well, I would be glad to do that, Dave. But uh, as director of discipleship, I think that's kind of your department. <laughs> uh, so, uh, great, passing the buck. Sure. Yeah. yeah um, well,
0: thanks for mentioning it in the uh, in the sermon. But yes, we are going to move forward with our Equip class program in the fall. Um, and the plan for now is to offer just one class. We, we, we realized that if we tried to offer our normal four-class um, program along with Kids Care, Kids Equip, that that probably, probably wouldn't have been successful. We might not have had enough people to make uh, four full classes. So we're just going to have one class, uh, but it's going to be offered both live in person and live online. Uh, so it's one class Good. that will be... Um, offered uh, in person for those that want to attend, pro- probably in the commons uh, in a classroom that's somewhat um, spaced out, and then also at the same time that class will be offered via Zoom so people can take it um, uh, at home. And the course that we're going to be offering is a follow-up to this sermon series that you've been going through. Um, so the course is called What, what is a Healthy uh, Church Member? And uh, we're going to be going through a book by the same name, and uh, it kind of goes through step by step the, the different aspects of what it means to be a, a disciple, uh, an apprentice of Jesus Christ, and what that looks like fleshed out in day uh, in, in our day and age and so we're excited about that we've got some great teachers lined up should be eight weeks long and we want as many people as possible to participate and we know that nine o'clock hour is tough especially if you have small kids which uh, we do so it's been that yeah. nine o'clock hour is hard uh but it's we know it's going to be worth it because we have a lot to learn together uh we want to uh pray that God will grow us all together as a body, and especially as we reach out to those in need around us. So we're excited about the upcoming Equip class in the fall, What is a Healthy Church Member, and we hope that um,
1: everybody will uh, participate as much as they can. I'm really glad that you are working through this book, because I think um, in the sermon series, uh, we have covered uh, these same topics, um, but this will enable it to go deeper mm-hmm. and to be applied uh, to individual lives in a way that you uh, can't do in a sermon. So right. there's there's a way that God's truth mm-hmm. gets to us when we're sitting in rows, and there's a way when we're sitting in circles, mm-hmm. or, or, so to speak, where there can be right. some discussion, there can be questions, and also um, it can... Uh, uh, w- with the book format too, reading the mm-hmm. book can uh, a- apply it in in more depth. Yeah, and that that's exactly what it is. I mean, this yeah. e-
0: each week is kind of a deep dive into these topics, yeah. and uh, we're going to provide the book uh, for any any attendees. Um, we got a physical, actual hard copy book if you'd like it, uh, for, and uh, if they would like a digital version, we'll provide that as well for Kindles and things like that. So we're excited about it, and we're uh, just hoping that um, that everyone is able to participate and that it's a great time uh, for all involved. So that's, the, that's coming up. September 6th will be the first Sunday, so mark your calendars, 9 a.m. September 6th, here in person or via Zoom online. So, all right, then more about the sermon. So let's get to the sermon, and let's talk about that. Um, thanks again for preaching on a short work week back in, Back yeah. in the office. I mean, I, I've preached a fair amount, and I know that it's better to have a full week of preparation, yes. um, but thanks for preaching on a short week, uh, coming back from vacation. Um, but yeah, why don't you just
1: go ahead and give us a rundown of the sermon, It's kind of a brief summary, if you yeah. would. Dave, thank you. It's, it's great to be back in the saddle. Um, a, a, little, a little bit uh, unstable when you first get back. <laughs> but Um, this past week's uh, message was really showing how um, we need discipline to be healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I made the distinction that theologians often have made, I I made kind of in passing, but Mm -hmm. sometimes we talk about formative discipline, Mm -hmm. like that positive form of of uh, God's discipline that's training and forming us into the people we're meant to be, and the picture that we got from uh, Hebrews uh, 12, verse 11, is God as a trainer, mm-hmm. uh, helping to form us as prized athletes running mm-hmm. the race. Or um, perhaps wearing a Speedo, I think y- is what yeah. you're talking <laughs> um, <clears throat> A little bit less edifying picture, Oh, Okay, all right, but, there you go. Yes. But... Um, uh, yes, um, but he's also a father right. who loves his children so much that he's willing to do what it takes for us to be who we're meant to be. Mm-hmm. For us, the, the the language of Hebrews is to share his holiness, mm. uh, to be conformed into his image. That's what that's what we're made to to flourish, to have the peaceful fruit of righteousness. <laughs> And that peaceful, in the sense of the Hebrew shalom, flourish as we're intended.
0: Right, to and Hebrew says it's a holiness that without it we won't see Him. Yes. So it's crucial that we have this holiness that He's yes. working
1: in us. And so God's willing to do what it takes. Mm-hmm. He loves us mm. that much. Mm. And it's crucial sometimes when we're experiencing either that formative and, it, and God, like a trainer, is providing resistance mm-hmm. breaking us down so he can build us up, but especially when we're experiencing corrective mm-hmm. discipline, sometimes, like, aren't I your child? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't you love me? Right. And he's saying, yes, mm-hmm. yes, I love you so much that I um, pursue what it takes Uh, for you to be what you're meant to be. Mm. Um, So that was the main emphasis of the sermon connected with that, and particularly um, a book that walked the session through, is to see how God does that in providence, but also how God does that through the church. Mm -hmm. So one of the ways that God loves His children well is through His uh, body. He uh, disciplines us. Through formative discipline, through discipleship, right? Mm -hmm. But also, uh, when necessary, through corrective discipline. Mm -hmm. Um, Jesus is the one, Jesus, the one who's displayed uh, the the Father's love uh, in perfection, is the one who um, lays this out. And we made reference to it in Matthew 18 about the lengths that uh how he's designed in the church when we are wandering like sheep for um for for to use his body to pursue us mm-hmm. and so uh, this is an expression of the father's love of jesus love mm-hmm. and and of the love that he's placed in our hearts so it becomes our love
0: so tell me a little bit more then about this so you're you're saying love a lot and yeah. There's this idea of grace, and talk a a little bit more about uh, those two things as it pertains to discipline, because when we think of discipline, or at least cultural Christianity thinks of discipline, we think more law, like, you need to do this, or you need to do this, or else such and such will happen, right? So it seems that discipline gets this heavy dose of law to it. But how does that then relate to this love and grace that you're that you're talking yes. about
1: from God? <laughs> it's interesting. I think of my uh, my children, because we've taught them about God's grace and seek to really emphasize God's grace, and there have been times when they're in trouble and they're getting discipline. <laughs> and say, give me grace, give me grace, <laughs> yeah. and it's say, I am giving you grace. <laughs> yes, this is grace. Because this is part of God's grace. Mm-hmm. He loves you enough... He, he, that He does what it take, takes to to bring us back when our hearts are becoming hardened, where we're wandering from the Lord. And so this was the emphasis, this was the point of um, saying in, in the sermon that God never disciplines His children to pay us back. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're thinking right. law and you're mm-hmm. crushing me. No, 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 no. God never disciplines His children to pay us back, mm-hmm. but to bring us back. Right, um, and and that passage in 1 Corinthians eleven that quoted makes that explicit. Even it uses the word He's ju- uh, judging you, but He says so that you'll not be condemned with the world. So it's a it's not a retributive justice, mm-hmm. but it is a redemptive mm. discipline. I love you. I am, I am treating you like a child, mm-hmm. um, and uh, even though you don't deserve that, right? And so I'm doing what it takes to bring you, my beloved child, hmm. back. Yeah. So take us from there directly to the gospel, right? So
0: there's this idea of discipline and how that works with God's love and God's grace. Summarize that for us in terms of the gospel.
1: what what is, what is the role of the gospel in discipline? Yes. Well, part of what God does in pursuing us is showing us our sin, not so that He can then uh, condemn us and push us away, but draw us in and say, I've made full provision mm-hmm. for all of your sins. Right. My son took your place. My Son took the condemnation so that you don't receive condemnation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that I don't push you away from my presence, <laughs> but I draw you in. Mm-hmm. So you, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Yes, there's fatherly correction, but it's because I love you, I delight in you, my Son has paid in full He has taken every last drop of Mm -hmm. the wrath that you deserve. So now you receive grace, um, and you receive grace through the loving and firm Mm -hmm. hand of a father who says, I did not spare my own son, but gave him up for you. How will I not also with him graciously give you all things, all that you need Mm -hmm. uh, to be mine for all eternity? And if you read Romans 8, sometimes mm-hmm. that is some real difficult things, but but <laughs> Paul will say, even in those we're more than conquerors, through Him who loved us. Mm-hmm. And I love the illustration you used in the sermon, and I think you alluded to it
0: briefly a moment ago, but Jesus leaving the 99 and yes. going after the one that, yes. that is wandering. And I think we see the gospel there that God is so determined... Uh, to bring all of his own to himself, that he will go after um, uh, that one that's wandering. Yes, uh, there's a popular song saying it looks like reckless love, and of course, God doesn't do anything recklessly, but it looks like reckless yes. love in our, in the personification sense because it is extravagant to leave 99 sheep that mm. are taken care of to go find the one. But that's the love that w- that he pursues us with in the gospel. And the gospel makes a way for that, right? And yes. If he were to go after us with judgment, <laughs> that would be frightening. But instead, yes. because of the gospel, because Jesus has paid for uh, these errant ways, he can come after us with love and bring us to himself. And that's incredibly satisfying and um, confidence bolstering when so much around us is dissatisfying and shaking our confidence that if I do go astray, God is going to come after me, finish what yes. he completed, and making me more like His Son. That's amazing love, isn't it? Yeah, it, it? Indeed it is.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: In our next segment, we're going to take the time to quiet our hearts and listen to God's Word. With so many competing voices around us, it's difficult and yet entirely worth it to meditate for a few moments on the Word of God, and we want to take time to do that right now. So, Josiah, what passage are we
1: hearing today? Dave, today we're going to press into this idea of how God relates to His children in ways that both tender and yet sometimes tough, but always for our good, Mm -hmm. looking at Matthew 5, verses 1 through 12. So this is uh, the word of the Lord. Seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth." Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you, and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What an incredible passage for our
0: times, especially in the COVID-19 era, about the blessings of God, so thank you for reading that. Um, it was encouraging yes. and challenging to my heart. What stands out to you in this passage that um, that you'd like to share share with our listeners
1: today? Yes, Dave, I love this passage. Mm-hmm. Jesus does hear what He so often uh, does in the Gospels, mm. He turns things upside down. <laughs> so sometimes this is referred to as the the upside-down kingdom, mm-hmm. the people you think are on top are are the great ones, mm-hmm. to be uh, even envied, mm-hmm. are, are not. Um, and so Jesus helps us to see those who are truly blessed, but to see it from a an eternal uh, perspective. Mm. Uh, so particularly just thinking about the end here, in verses 10 and 11, where it says, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Mm. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Mm. How could that be, Jesus? Mm -hmm. Jesus says, rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. Mm. You need to expand the horizon Mm -hmm. and understand, yes, Jesus has... God has a good purpose for these challenges and trials even now, and we reflected some on that this past weekend, thinking about God's formative Mm -hmm. and sometimes corrective discipline. But uh, God is always intending to do His people good, and if we can look beyond uh, what we can see with our natural eyes, to see with the eyes of faith what Jesus is revealing here, then we can, by the Spirit, rejoice Mm -hmm. and be glad. Even in the midst of uh, hardship and difficulty, because we have the promise of Jesus, who cannot lie, your reward in heaven will Mm -hmm. be great. And that gives incredible
0: endurance for those times of persecution. Um, and, And I know when I say persecution, there is legitimate persecuted believers around the world that are going through horrific things, uh, and I don't want to mitigate that at all, but there, to some extent, there's a, there's a social persecution that Christians can go through here that is also legitimate. It's ostracization, it's uh, overlooked yes. uh, for uh, employment, um, uh, promotions, and things like that. So th- there's a there's a tacit persecution that can happen to us even in the first world. Uh, but the answer to those things is still the same, whether it be here or in the persecuted church. It's great is your reward in heaven. There's this eye, the eyes of faith that look forward. Uh, to being with Jesus, and the reward that He he is, uh, uh, to be in His presence. Uh, And I think that that's the motivating factor of these verses, is that it's going to happen. They persecuted the prophets, they persecuted me, but great is your reward in
1: heaven. Yes, and God, by exalting Christ, um, having uh, humbled Him, Mm-hmm. And his, the perfect one, enduring suffering in our place, assures us. So he'll exalt us. So he'll reward us in Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thanks for that reading.
0: As we close, we want to pray for you. We want to be known as a praying church because we believe God works through prayer. It's one of the God-ordained means to accomplish things in His world. So we want to take a few moments to pray. Josiah, why don't you go first, and
1: then I'll close. Gladly, Dave. Let's pray. Oh, our gracious God and Father, we thank You that we do know You as Father. Uh, who loves us. And it is astonishing to hear what Jesus has taught us, that because of the relationship we have with you through Christ, you love us with the same love you have for Jesus, your only begotten Son, whom you have loved from all eternity. And you tell us this, you reveal this to us in Christ, so that in the midst of of the difficulties that you have ordained for us, the challenges, the resistance, the pain uh, that we do experience in this fallen world as fallen creatures. You want us to know uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt uh, that you love us. And all of your thoughts uh, toward us are thoughts for our good, thoughts to manifest your glory and grace through us. Thank you that, Lord, you're, uh, you so love us that you're willing to do what it takes to complete the work that you've begun in us, to conform us to the likeness of your Son, Jesus. Show us more of him uh, so that our hearts will uh, we'll be comforted in the midst of affliction, so that our hearts will be hopeful when we cannot see, uh, 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 when what we see outwardly would discourage us. Help us to believe what Jesus has told us. <laughs> we are truly blessed, and our reward is great, so that we might persevere with, uh, with faith and with joy trusting in your heart for us we pray in Jesus name amen and it, as we continue
0: in prayer father I just thank you for this passage and reflecting on it and just cry out for these things to be true in my heart uh, and in the heart of each person in our church Lord that we would um, receive mercy that we will see you that we would be peacemakers and called your sons that we would Um, be persecuted for righteousness' sake. Lord, we just pray for that uh, to be true and not um, uh, the opposite of these things in our lives. We want these things to be true of us at Christ Community Church. And So in your grace, we ask that you would uh, make that happen, Lord. And when we are persecuted, um, whether it be ostracized or made fun of or looked down on as simple religious folk, that we would rejoice because yes. Jesus tread this path way before us, and we know um, that he's with us by his spirit and preparing a reward for us. So give us that faith, give us eyes to see that reality, and the grace needed to trust you 100% when these things yes. happen, Lord. It might happen soon. Yes. Things look uh, bleak in our society uh, right now for um, for Christians in many ways, and so we pray that you would give us the eyes of faith to see the reward in heaven yes. and to see your power in us by your Spirit right now as we walk out into uh, whatever the world throws at us. And we go with the confidence that you're going to build your church, yes. and the gates of hell will not prevail against us. So we love you, and we ask that you would um, help us in those areas that we don't quite believe you enough, that you would help our unbelief. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, we invite you to share it with family and friends. To learn more about our church, visit us online at ChristCommunityCarmel.org. And join us again next week for the Christ Community Podcast. Until then, the peace of Christ be with you. And also with you. Amen. And God bless.